Ah, so we're so so glad that you're here today. We're gonna have we're gonna have um, our friend Beth. Beth's gonna come to share a testimony, about something that God's put on her heart. And Beth is part of our board. She's been a part of our church since the beginning. Matter of fact, we Beth, go ahead and come on up. We had a we had a worship time at their house. It was the last Sunday, really, before we launched our church. And so she's been walking with, and I've, I've known Beth for a really long time, known her kids, and was part of her and Tony's wedding. And speaking of Tony, Tony, her husband's getting baptized today, along with our friend Ashley. Yeah, praise God. So hopefully you do a lot better at cheering for the baptism than you just did right there, all right? Just you're practicing. So at the end of the service, we're going to take up the offering, we're going to praise God for that, and then we're going to walk out these doors, and we're going to go around the corner to our right, and we're going to witness two baptisms today. The water's ready. It's going to be a little chilly, Tony and Ashley, just to let you know. We didn't warm it up today. We just left it the way it was. So it's going to be really good. So I'm going to ask, uh, Beth is going to share, and then we're going to, I'm going to review with you today, what is the mission and vision of the Calling Community Church? We're going to begin to kind of walk back through, why did God call us to this work, and what's our purpose for being here? And so hopefully you'll be uh, ready to hear that. So Beth, uh, share with us. I'm going to move my stuff out of the way. Good morning. Um, before I get started, I would just ask that we bow our heads in prayer. Lord Jesus, Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for this place, this time that we have to gather together and hear your word. Lord Jesus, I would ask that you send your Holy Spirit. Father God, rain it down on this place. Fill us up, Lord. Make your spirit active. These words be active. Lord, I pray thanksgiving for the two people that are going to be baptized today, Lord. And I pray as a church that we would walk alongside them and hold them up. Lord Jesus, I pray that the words that I speak today are from you that you hush my mouth, Lord, and speak through me. In the mighty name of God, I pray. Amen. Okay, so um, I have to put my glasses on here. I have a totally new respect for this pastor thing because I see his words are, like, really big, like, on his piece of paper. <laughs> so I should have done that, okay? But... Um, so the reason I'm up here today is because a couple of weeks ago, I uh, went over to Pastor Brady and Trisha's house um, just to share my heart with them um, about a couple of things. Um, one, what's going on in this world today, um, the problems that we face in our nation. But bigger than that for me at that time was... Um, what's going on in my life as a police officer. So after I, I talked to them, Brady asked me if I wanted to share my, pers my perception, my reality with the church. And um, so here I am. But I will say, as I started to form that message, um, I had a really hard time. I couldn't put words on paper uh, couldn't couldn't make it come out the way that I felt like it should come out. Um, 
because I wanted to get up here, my agenda was to get up here and tell you that um, right now it is really hard to be a law enforcement officer in America. And it is really hard as the mother and the mother-in-law of two fine young officers to watch them every day, to watch their wives and their families as they get ready to go work their shift. I was gonna tell you that I feel like as a church, we really needed to come alongside and pray for our law enforcement community and hold them up because right now they really need our support. But as I started to construct that message, it became very clear to me that as I have your ear today, that's not all that the Lord wants me to say to you. I believe the Lord is telling me that, we, yes, we do need to hold our law enforcement community up in prayer, but we need to hold everyone up in prayer because the state of our nation, the things that not only law enforcement's dealing with, but we're walking through in our daily lives, it's serious. It's dark. And he immediately drew me to Ephesians 6.12, which I know that you uh, walked through Ephesians 6 with Jacob last week. I was not here. But that verse is, finally be strong in the Lord. I can't see up here. And in his great power, put on your full armor of God so that you can fight against the devil's evil tricks. Our fight is not against people on earth, but against the rulers and authorities and the powers of this world, darkness against the spiritual powers of evil in the heavenly world. So I figured out really quickly that the Lord was wanting me to share with you that my perception of this is that we are all in a spiritual battle, that we are experiencing spiritual warfare at its greatest right now, and that it is time for us to put every difference aside, race, gender, sexual orientation, what you do for a living, what you don't do for a living, and come together as a body and pray. So I believe that we are experiencing such spiritual warfare right now because I believe the enemy has realized that he is running out of time. I believe the enemy has realized that his days are numbered. And I believe that we are walking through the last days. Second Timothy 3.1 describes the last days. Remember this, in the last days there will be many troubles because people will love themselves, love money, brag, and be proud. They will say evil things against others and will not obey their parents or be thankful or be the kind of people God wants. They will not love others will refuse to forgive, will gossip, and will not control themselves. They will be cruel and will hate what is good. They will turn against their friends and do foolish things without thinking. 
they will be conceited, will love pleasure instead of God, and will act as if they serve God but will not have his power. Stay away from those people. So, ladies and gentlemen, I, I think that is exactly what is, is happening right now. I think that the enemy has grabbed a hold of strongholds that have been passed down from generation to generation, generational curses that he is using to divide us as a nation. And I think the only thing that we can do as Christians and believers is pray. You fight spiritual battles on your knees in prayer. I think the other thing that we are called to do as believers in Christ, we're all disciples. And I think that we are being called right now to go out into the darkness and look for the souls that are lost and grab them by the hand and pray with them and plant that seed in their heart that will lead them to a relationship with Jesus Christ. We cannot convict them, only Jesus can, but we can show them the way. We can be that light. We can talk to them. We can pray over them. We can invite them to church. We can worship with them. I think it's very important that we band together as Christians and we take a bold stand right now about our beliefs, about what Jesus Christ died for us to have, because it's ours and we have to go get it. So I think that we all need to find that, I mean, we all know someone, everybody knows someone that's not walking with the Lord. So when I started um, thinking about my response to what I felt like the Lord was asking me to say, he led me to uh, James 5.13, and I will confess to you, I, I, I read the Bible. I am not good at remembering things. Like, it, they just don't get stamped in my head. So I have to um, consciously make an effort to read and reread. But James says, anyone who is having trouble should pray. Anyone who is happy should sing praises. Anyone who is sick should call on the church elders. They should pray for you and pour oil on the person in the name of the Lord. And the prayer that is said with faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will heal that person. And if the person has sinned, the sins will be forgiven. Confess your sins to one another. Second Chronicles tells us, Second Chronicles 7, 14, and 15. Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, if they will pray and seek me and stop their evil ways, I will hear them from heaven. I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Now I will see them. I will listen to their prayers prayed in this place. So what we're being called to do right now, I think, is repent. Repent of our sins. Find the lost. 
and help lead them to Jesus. So I do believe that we're walking through the end of times. That puts a sense of urgency, in my opinion, and what I just said. I do believe time is of the essence. I don't know when Jesus is coming back. Nobody knows. But I know that he is calling me to ask you to say, are you ready? Are your children ready? Are your neighbors ready? Are your coworkers ready? Are you ready? And I think that the thing that he gave me this morning, because like I, I really did struggle with coming up here. Um, I've been a public information officer. I've, I'm a police officer. I'm a detective. I'm used to talking to people. But when you stand in front of a crowd of people and you're asking the Lord to talk to you, it's a little scary. It's way scarier than anything I've gone through in my professional life, I will tell you that. So, um, but I feel like he told me when I couldn't really construct a solid, you know, diatribe of what to say, I felt like he was saying, Beth, just get up there. Just open your mouth, just be real. Just tell them what's on your heart, just tell them what I've given you. So what he's given me is, I would just ask if you would indulge me, um, I want to use what the time here to pray. So I'm going to ask the elders of the church if they would come up here. I think that it is very fitting right now, given the climate of our nation and what's going on, that the elders of the church pray over the church body, pray for the church. We have a little bit of uncertainty about where we're going to be gathering. Um, times are hard. Times are hard for a lot of people. People have lost their jobs. Um, people have fallen ill. Um, so I would ask if you would indulge me right now, if you feel that there is something in your life that you need to repent for, would you stand up? If you know someone love someone, if God had placed somebody on your heart that is not following Christ right now, I would ask you to stand up. If you need physical healing, if you need an elder of the church to anoint you with oil and pray over you for physical healing, Lord Jesus, I would ask that you stand up. This is an opportunity this is a great opportunity to receive, receive prayer. So I'm going to start, and then I'm just going to hand the microphone off to Brady and, and wherever it ends up down the line. So, Lord Jesus, Father, Lord, we call you into this place. Lord, send your Holy Spirit down. Father God, Lord, I lift this nation up to you, Father. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, the dark forces, I pray against them. I bind them up in the name of Jesus, and I cast them out, Lord. Lord Jesus, I pray for this congregation, Lord. I pray for those that need healing, Lord. I pray that you would heal them, Lord. I pray that you would perform miracles, Lord, and all glory be given to you, God. Lord Jesus, I, feel, I pray for the lost. 
Lord Jesus, I pray that we as followers in Christ would be disciples, Lord, and that we would go out in the dark and be the light, Father. I pray that we would grab a hold of those people and pray with them, Lord, that we would come alongside with them, Lord, and plant the seed in their heart for them to have a relationship with you. Father God, Lord, I pray for this church. Lord, this is your church. Father God, I pray you would have your way with this church. Lord, I pray you would have your way in the lives of the people sitting here, Lord. Father God, I pray to send your spirit down, Lord. You fill us up. You fill up our hearts, Lord. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. I, I want to continue on the vein of what Beth said. Um, on the topic of repentance, when Adam and Eve were first created, they had open fellowship with the Father. Open intimacy, open communication. Everything they did was open before the Lord, unhindered. There's a question that plagues the church. Why is it that someone can become saved, but they don't become changed? Why is it that someone can become saved, but they still struggle day in and day out with that relationship or with that thought or with that struggle or with that pride, it comes back to the topic of repentance. The reality is, if we were going to be humble and honest reflection of ourselves, when Beth asked for you to stand if you wanted to repent, everybody in this room should have stood up. That's the truth. And I want to encourage you in something. If you feel defeated in your walk with Christ, if you don't feel like that new person every day, and if you don't get that renewed healing, renewed spirit, revivement in your spirit, it is because what happened when men fell is that open fellowship that we were meant to enjoy with the Lord became interrupted, became disrupted, and there was this big wall put up called sin. And then we continue to struggle in that every day. And have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt, well... I know I got saved. I know I gave my life to Jesus. But honestly, I don't feel so new. I still struggle with my old self too much. Would you raise your hand if, if I'm raising mine. Would you raise your hand if you're, you're guilty of that? You still feel sad. You still don't sleep at night. You still wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning struggling with something you did or said. It is because of the discipline of repentance. Repentance is powerful. Repentance gives you the chance to walk out that door today and be someone new and be someone white. The Bible says don't call unclean that which the Lord has made clean. Do you want to feel clean today? Stand up, raise your hand, bow your eyes, do whatever. But close your eyes and bow your head and let's pray. Jesus, I repent. And then I'm going to give you a moment just between you and God. Whatever that is, lay that before the throne today. Leave this place today renewed. So whatever that is, I'm, I'm going to be quiet myself because I got some stuff to deal with the Lord. Oh, Lord God, forgive me.
forgive me for my sin that I just brought before you just now. Oh, Lord, make me fresh. Make me a new, a new person, a new creation in you today. Let me begin to experience the joy of my salvation. Let me begin to enjoy the freedom that comes with not being held bondage to sin. Let me walk in the light and not have one foot in the light and the other foot in the dark. Oh God, oh God, be a light unto my path. Give me the discernment that comes with the helmet of salvation, that comes with a renewed mind, Lord God. Give me wisdom and discernment. I would imagine that a lot of people in this room today, you need discernment on a situation, don't you? Is it a, is it a do job decision? Is it a relational decision? Is it someone you're supposed to talk to? Is it someone or something you're supposed to avoid? Give that to Jesus today. Oh, Lord God, help us walk new as a new creation. The Bible says, Beth mentioned that we're in the end times. I agree with her. The Bible says that in the end times, the Lord will pour out the Holy Spirit into his church do you need a fresh pouring, a fresh receiving of the Holy Spirit? Lift up your hands right now. When you, when you lift your hands, that is, a physical, that is a physical posture of someone who wants to magnify or receive from the Lord. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands if you want to receive from the Spirit today. Oh Lord, pour your Spirit into my brothers and sisters today. For those who are sick, bring healing today. For those who are sick, bring healing. For those who are captive, set them free. For those who need salvation, rescue them from their sin and save them, Lord. For those who need healing in their marriage, healing in their relationships with their children. Do any of you have long-lost children, long-lost siblings that you need healing with? Do you have strained relationships with someone from the past or someone in the present, if you do, let's just ask the Lord. Say, Lord, help me. Let him hear it, church. Lord, help me. Remember, God lifts up the humble. He puts down the proud. He lifts up the humble. Lord, help me today in this relationship or in these relationships. Lord, help me today. How does pride manifest itself in your life? How does pride manifest itself in your life? Are you too easily offended? Are you too quick to render judgment when it's not asked of you? Do you think too highly of yourself? Do you talk too much? Do you not talk enough? Does your opinion seem to be the only one that matters? How does pride manifest itself in your life? Oh God. Forgive us of pride. Forgive the church of pride. Move in us today, Lord. Have your being in us today. Let those things that inhibit our open fellowship with you, like Adam and Eve had, let them go away in the name of Jesus. Forgive us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's funny, Brady just used those words, asking the Lord, give me back the joy of your salvation, because that's the word that's really been impressed on my heart this morning. It's from Psalms 51, where it says, Father, give me back 
the joy of your salvation and make my spirit right again. Do not send your spirit away from me. So, Father, that, so Father, the word that that's speaking to me today is saying this, that we can't do it on our own. So, Father, we have to come to the Father and ask for these things. And so, Father, I pray for those things today for myself and for everyone up here, Lord, everyone who's standing up front, everybody who's sitting out there. Give us back the joy of your salvation and make our spirits clean. And the only way we do that is by coming to him. We can't do these things on our own, God. We cannot do it. Father, in the environment which we live today, Lord, I pray you soften hearts. There's so, many hard, so much hard-heartedness in our world, Father. And I pray that you give us the discernment, the wisdom, and the gentle spirit that allows us to meet people where they are. To be empathetic, to, to stand in the shoes of our brothers and sisters that are out there. Because, Father, without understanding... There cannot be acceptance. There cannot be people that hear what needs to be heard, Father. And I just pray that, I pray for all of those in our world that are broken. Because, Father, we all are. Every single man, woman, child, everywhere, here and outside of these walls, we're all broken, Father. And that brokenness can only be fixed by you and what your son did on the cross. And Father, we cannot do it on our own. So Father, I just pray that, I pray for my own repentance. And and Father, and most of all, just, just soften our hearts. Deal with us in those things that are idols and are gods and that we have on this earth, Lord, that are getting in the way of that. Whether that be anger, whether that be financial, whether that be worries, sickness, remove those things, Father. I pray that your spirit falls on this place. And I pray that you, we rely on you, Father. Nothing, not on ourselves, nothing of this world, nothing that can be provided other than by you. We love you, and I lift up you, and I just praise you and thank you so much. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. I thank you in these moments of um, these moments of clarity and uh, these moments of of teaching in these these moments of uh, togetherness that that you've joined us together and, and and you've brought us together in this one moment this one place in this in this in in this time that we'll never have back uh, but it's a time that you've given us and it's a gift to us and and it's a time that um, that 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 we can have this clarity in this one 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 space outside of all the chaos that's going on in the world, Lord. And, and so, Father, I, I pray against the, the spirits of fear that, you, that, you, that, that come, in, come in conflict with your spirit, Lord. The spirits of fear that, 
that causes us to, to not follow your will, the spirit of, of, of fear that, 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 that creates this chaos that's in the world that's being churned up by the prince of the, the, of the air. And so, Father, I pray against that. I pray that, that you would remove that spirit of fear in, in, in all of your people's lives and, and that you would just you would fill us up with your spirit that, that, that nothing can come against. Father, I just pray for continued clarity when we're out and, and when, when, when we're in the world and that you just speak to us and that you work through us and that we decide to follow through with what you have for us. And it doesn't have to be like this huge groundbreaking thing, Lord, that, that I think sometimes we, we get caught up in, but it can do, just be a simple thing and as we just love others. I mean, that's, this, that's this so simple thing. And we think about your son that you sent to us, Lord. And we think about what he did on this earth and how he taught us while he was here and what he did ultimately, something that we will never, ever experience, thankfully. I mean, if your son can, if, can come here and sacrifice himself on the cross, we can offer our own lives as a sacrifice for you, God, for, for, the, for the love of others. So we can plant those seeds and not even have to see a harvest. That we can plant those seeds so others can see that harvest. So ultimately you can see that harvest. So Father, I, I pray for clarity for, our, for your people. I know there's times when it's like, man, those Christians are weird. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just, it's reality. But, but we're weird because, because we follow something not of this world. And it's okay to be weird. You see it all over the place. <laughs> but it's okay to be weird following you, Lord. Not following ourselves. Not following into our own desires that, that, that aren't of you. So, Father, help us. Because we need it. Help us to come together, shoulder to shoulder, brother to brother, sister to sister. And just to encourage each other, protect us, Father. Protect your church. When it's time to admonish each other, help us admonish each other. When it's time to receive admonishment, help us receive it. So that our pride is not in the way, Father. Help us to recognize when our pride is in the way. Just like Pastor Brady Rogers saying, how does our pride, how does it come out in you? Father, help us see that. Just pray this in Jesus' name. I am just going to say yes and amen, because I've had a lot of the wisdom and discernment, and I just want to encourage you as an intercessor that uh, marriages and young families are on my heart, and if you have a particular, specific need, please let me know so I can pray for you. 
And when you go to bed tonight, make sure you do not go to sleep until you have completely confessed and repented and asked for that wisdom from heaven and discernment. And discernment is hard because discernment doesn't always come with the details. So I just want to encourage you and know that I am praying. Lord God, I just, I just want to just ask for prayer right now over those who are standing, who have been bold to stand, asking for prayer, asking to repent, asking to be just acknowledged by the King of kings, the Lord of lords right now, who are not ashamed of the gospel, who have stood upon their feet. Father, I pray over them right now. And Lord Jesus, you are our greatest intercessor. So we call upon the name of Jesus to go before the Father, to ask to commission the Holy Spirit on our behalf. We praise you right now for completely interrupting the message that was supposed to be shared this morning. And I'm, I praise you, God, for Pastor Brady, and I praise you, God, that he, he prepared such a wonderful message, I'm sure. But, Father, there is no greater message than that of the assurance of the Holy Spirit. So praise you for coming in like a Pentecostal fire this morning to rest as just flames upon our heads this morning and to usher in your spirit through the doors to completely disrupt us, interrupt our lives and interrupt our moment to receive you right now. God, I ask for boldness right now in Jesus' name. I ask for the warriors who want to stand before you right now. So I'm calling upon every person that is represented this morning that wants to be a warrior in the mighty army of God to stand to your feet right now in Jesus' name. Are you bold enough to say, I choose this morning to be a warrior for the kingdom of God? And if you do right now, to receive his spirit to receive his power, to receive his blessing upon you, your children, and your children's children right now in Jesus' name. That, Lord, that we praise you for the mighty Lamb of God and the Spirit God that you have commissioned before us, that you take with the only paintbrush that could be given to us by the Father, and that you take the blood of the resurrected Lamb, you take the blood of the sacrificed Lamb, and you allow it to be the Passover blood that sits before our door, our door frames and our doorposts. And that, Lord God, you cover every single household represented this morning. You, you cover them right now with your precious blood and your precious spirit so that no harm can come against us. That we are commissioned to go out and to preach your gospel to our families, our neighbors, our communities, and represent a united body of Christ. And call us into discipleship. You are the one who saves the lost. You are the one who seeks them out and saves them. We cannot. We confess that and we, we, we acknowledge that this morning. But you have commissioned us to be your disciples. And we stand as a mighty body of Christ this morning, not caring about where we meet or where we're going to meet next week, but that we are united as a church under the commission of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen.
Amen. You may be seated. Um, and she, Stephanie's right. Like, I, I'll save this sermon for next Sunday. <laughs> but here's what we're going to do, though. Pastor Brady was sharing this, and I think it's a good word. There might be some people that say, you know, I just feel so hopeless, though. You know, Scripture says that Christ in you is the hope of glory. You know, like Christ in you is the hope that you'll see Jesus face to face someday. Um, and that's the hope that we have. That's why we can, we grieve loss, but we can grieve with hope. And so if you're here today and you say, I'm just hopeless. I don't feel like, I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like I don't see how, this, how we're going to get through this. Uh, and that's when God has you right where he wants you. <laughs> it's at that particular moment, right? When you say, I have nowhere else to go, nowhere else to turn. Um, so, so, Lord, I just, we speak these words of hope over those who are here today that are feeling that way. And God, I don't know how you're going to deliver them from it or what you're going to do to show them that there is that hope. But, Lord, I pray that you will. And I pray that when you do, because not it's like if you're going to, but it's when you do, they'll bring um, a praise of sacrifice, <laughs> a sacrifice of praise to you, Lord. They'll give you the glory for it. They'll be overwhelmed um, by, by you in that, and they'll give you the praise for it.